How do you say I'm ready in German? Gesundheit. No, that's... <laughs> that's the only German word I know. Okay, what other, what, other, what other German <laughs> words do you know? I would love to know. Uh, mm-hmm. Nine. No, that's... Well, that that's an English word, technically, the letter nine. No, no, nine means no <laughs> in German. Okay, and what's your safe word in German? Gesundheit. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome back to America. I'm Amp. <laughs> I'm Mr. Christopher. And today, this is What's Your Safe Pod, the sex education podcast that's got a few kinks. And we, I think we brought most of the kinks back home with us. Oh my God, so many kinks. Actually, Europe had so many kinks. That was fun to see. Like what? Uh, I saw a lot of impact play, although it got shut down. That's a, that's a story. You got shut down. I got shut down. <laughs> I saw a lot of latex, puppies okay. galore. Yep. Um, what good, else? Good chunk of bondage because bondage wasn't inherently sexual. That's true. You know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we're back from Berlin. Hi, hello. How are you all? Hi, Yay! everybody. We're back. <laughs> I don't know why there's a, a crowd of people in here, but nice to see you guys too. And I hope that you all have been doing well. Uh, it was a wild couple. A week, I would say. A week. A couple days, but a good Well, you solid. were only there three days. You were a solid couple weeks. I was a solid couple weeks. And boy, was my bed good to get into last night. Oh my God, I missed my pillows. And while the jet lag isn't too bad, we did have quite the experience, quite the trip. And today's the full sum. It's full of something. Berlin uh, podcast. Uh, where we're going to talk about the nitty, the gritty, the spoofs, the goofs, and maybe even some poofs. There were a lot of poofs, actually. <laughs> that, I mean, I, poof. I, that's that's been used as a negative connotation, but I, I like the term. Poof you like poof? Poof. poof. It's what I do. I don't fart. I poof. You poof. <laughs> but first of all, Daddy, it's nice to see you back. You just got Thank you. you just got in at like I, I got in last like night. I late last night. I'm amazed. I'm awake right now. And I'm I'm impressed you are awake as well. Well done, Thank honestly. You. Because jet lag. I'm still kind of recovering. I've been home for about two or three days. And I'm not, I'm sleeping fine, but like, I still feel like it should be like two in the morning right now. And really? I like, feel great. I, I took a Xanax before oh, give I went it a to bed and I, I just, I zonked out and I slept till 10. Though I didn't feel any jet lag there. I will be I know. honest. I'm amazed. I'm amazed by that. And honestly, I was pretty coherent in the last podcast, which is where I kind of want to start today's topic and podcast. Oh my on. God. The responses. The, the, I, let's just let's just get it out there. I uh-huh. don't ever want to eat nachos ever again. No, no nachos. <laughs> um, I think to start off, uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who listened to the last podcast that we had. It was it was an intense one. It was a it was a deep one. It was a very heavy one because we were talking about transgressive kinks, taboo kinks, and a an issue that I do not see in the community often enough, thankfully, but was very prevalent right before we were literally going to Berlin. And it happened to revolve around the kind of gear you wear and how you are ethically a kinkster. And a lot of people had a lot of nice words to say uh, in person. We had so many conversations about it. But I also want to just call out that, first of all, I'm sorry if you like nachos, that food, because that entire podcast was <laughs> was hard for you to listen to and not be hungry. Um, but I do want to say that the nuance that exists within the kink community is something I think we covered, but I don't think we covered enough within that podcast because one of the the most comments I got both in person and online was like, well, not all brown shirts. Yeah, I think that was that was the feedback I got the most. They they thought that we were saying don't wear brown shirts. 
And yeah. that is not what we were saying. We were saying no. I mean, we are into uniforms and as a fetish. Um, and there are all sorts, sorts of different uniforms. Um, and just kind of know the history of the uniform you're wearing is what we were kind of saying. We, we quite literally said, know what your symbolisms could mean. Be conscious of that. If somebody approaches you, at least you know what's going on. Um, but these symbols that we talked about, brown shirts, certain laces over boots, even even the, the eagle or other very classic symbols that these terrible alt-right people used do not exist within these vacuums. Um, there, there's context, there's intent, there's nuance within all of that, and we are not shutting down any nuance that exists. But we are asking that people think contextually, think critically, and ask themselves, what does the symbolism of what I'm wearing portray to other people who might be affected by that kind of alt-right within their life. And to be clear, at Folsom, I saw so many people wearing brown shirts, um, but not as a, I, I don't believe that it was like a call out for alt-right. I think it was just a fashion choice. Um, and we're not saying you don't, you can't. And we actually said that in the podcast as well, because one of the people we were talking about was confused why brown shirts were wrong or, or why people, he was being called out for wearing a brown shirt. And we clearly said, that's not the issue. Exactly. So I just want to get that out of the way. I think that, that some people lost the nuance and the context because it was a 45 minutes worth conversation where we didn't continue to harp down context, context, context. Yeah. But we did start out saying it's important to know what these things mean. Yep. It's important to ask yourself these questions. Yep. And while not all, <laughs> some brown shirts are problematic. And while not all, some responses that I got were very defensive in a negative way to say that, like, we are doing damage to people who have bought brown shirts and i don't feel that we did that personally i just want people to to ask themselves what you are wearing says outwardly yes i think that i think that that's we did. always that's all we meant <laughs> so i hope and, no one took personal offense to that and that's that's that on that okay. i i want to start out as well with the general podcast of Folsom berlin being like Folsom berlin was so fucking lovely it was there were so many conversations there were so many people it was an audience that we don't normally get to see because a lot of people can't afford to travel internationally. So a big old shout out and thanks to not only Berlin in general, mm -hmm. but the people who make the time, who said hello, who took the selfies, who told us about your stories. Um, because I remember those things. I, I see you again another thing and I say thank you again for sharing your story. I, I connect with people so much better in person. Mm -hmm. And there were so many people that are like, oh, my name's Alki Online, but like I, I remember usernames when and when I see people and they're like, oh, that's my username. Immediately I have this response that is like, oh, I remember this post or this share or you're part of the Twitch family. Like, well, and that's what happens when our community is uh, joined together online main, mainly and we don't see each other in person very often. Which is why I really do love going to these live events and especially a brand new one. Mm -hmm. So, Daddy, without further ado, do you want to get into today's podcast all about Folsom? Yeah, let's do it. I feel like I feel like we've we've called out the the problems in the room. I feel like we've we've educated a little bit further, and I feel like it's a little bit. I actually, I'm thirsty. Oh God. Okay, so I want to talk about something that I saw today that I found a little troubling. <clears throat> um, oh gosh. 
<sighs> yeah, I don't want to. I, and I don't want to keep complaining. No, it's not about nachos. Okay. Well, I, uh, is it? No, it's. Uh, <laughs> that was a lot of response. <laughs> okay, it on. was going through my Instagram feed and coming across someone um, posting a thirst trap at the Holocaust Memorial, <gasps> and I just want to. And when I told them about it, there's they and I said that's not an appropriate post. They they responded like, oh, I didn't know. Thank you for telling me. So this, in case this is something that you don't know, the Holocaust memorial or any memorial like that is not the appropriate time to take selfies and especially not thirst traps. Um, Can I ask how post. you called them out? Like I very you, you messaged them? Or? I messaged them oh, privately okay. and said, hey, look, you may want to rethink that post because I don't think it's in good taste. And I sent a link of how to behave okay. appropriately. So you, at called memorial. In. you called in. I did. You called in. I didn't scream at them or anything. Um, <laughs> but it just it just kind of made me feel icky. Um, and just just so everybody's aware, that is not something you should probably do. You need to be re very respectful at places like that. Cause oh, for sure. Has... People go to those and are literally bawling. Yeah. Like full on crying because that is an emotional thing. Uh, when you say thirst trap, like what was the, can you explain? Uh, like they were just, or... no, I mean, it, it, they weren't being overtly sexual, but you know, they were standing looking at the memorial in short shorts. So the focus was really their ass. Uh, and their accounts generally pretty sexual. Yeah. Oh, okay. so I, I, I was just like, you're, we're not making this about the memorial. We're really making it about ourselves. And, um, mm. that is not. A great thing to do so just in case anyone is not and they were unaware and they took it down so that's okay. good well, so then so i'm saying so more people will be aware of this yeah don't do that please <laughs> don't do that <laughs> um no i think that's that's very fair similar to last week's conversation which we're not getting into today we're getting into mm -hmm. the other fun stuff but it's tangential is like learning is always happening nobody knows everything nobody should be expected to know everything right. and we should be kind and considerate when we call in and that's what we were talking about last yeah. week with these two no, people no, we're not getting into we're it. not getting into it. <laughs> but if you learn and you make the mistake take it down apologize and just do better yeah i i'm constantly trying to do better no one's perfect yeah. nobody's perfect as miley cyrus said um sorry hannah montana one of the two of those those girls, uh, I, they look very similar. Nobody's perfect. I'm gonna work it again and again till I get it right. Is that lyrics from that song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did she look their popsicle? After? No, stop it. <laughs> California girls. Now, if you were a California girl, boy, or someone in between, daddy, what should you be getting ready for? The next Folsom, <laughs> which well, is yes, no but also fall. fall. So I hope your pumpkin spice lattes are all ready for today's sponsor. Does Manscaped have pumpkin spice shapers? <laughs> they don't, but fresh ball fall is upon us, and you need to be in the best festive spirit. So light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls or just your body looks nice with today's sponsor, Manscaped. Nature Ooh. may be clear that the leaves of your trees 
but you'll need Manscaped to help you get ready for the sweater weather. Their ball preserver is now pumpkin spice. Oh, no, but Manscaped, you really need to get a, like a pumpkin spice flavor. <laughs> I, oh, man. Anyway, get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim and ref as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and use offer code WATS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Maybe you can get the new Lawnmower 4.0 that has skin safe technology and reduces nicks and cuts, or maybe even the what's your favorite, Daddy? Uh, the 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 weed whacker. The lawn whacker. <laughs> they also have the new beard hedger as well as the handyman. So the beard hedger, if you got a beard, it's lovely, it's perfect, it's a great stocking stuffer for the holiday season that's coming up. Or the handyman, which is great if you are maybe of a bald variety or just trying to get that hair down to a nice, easy to shave stubble. Thank you again, Manscaped, for sponsoring today's episode, keeping us ready, keeping us a little bit basic with our pumpkin spice, and making sure we have all the preservers, ball deodorants, crop revivers, and ball spray toners. Again, by visiting manscaped.com and using offer code WATS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you again, Manscaped. So would you say that travel was easy for you? <laughs> I feel like starting at the beginning would be the oh my god here. I didn't even so I, I did just tell you about my last 24 hours of travel which was pretty much hell but that was the end that was I wanna, the end I want to hear about the beginning because oh, the beginning un, unbeknownst to people we both went to Folsom together but yeah. you went to London a whole week before I did yeah did I not talk about that last week no um, not, not fully we, we touched base but like not fully no I flew into London and then took a train immediately from the airport to Manchester um, and had, I, I did talk about Manchester last week, but um, yeah. in Manchester pride was fantastic. It was glorious. Um, uh, they really know how to do a great event and it felt very community oriented and open to everyone. Um, it was a great celebration. So that was good, but my travel wasn't bad going. And what did you do? And you did more than that, though. You shot some some content. You shot photos. I saw so many. Like I didn't get the updates from you minute to minute, but if I was on your social media when I woke up every morning, I got the updates as you went. You did yeah. so many photo shoots. You yeah. did so many sexy time. I shoots. was very fortunate to have a couple photographers contact me and wanted to shoot me since I was in their town. Um, <clears throat> one of them was Murky. Um, who sorry, is that their name? Yeah, <laughs> okay. M Y R R K Y. Uh, Murky is he's he's put out this fabulous book, it's amazing. But his big uh thing is using blood mm, and pouring it over you. So I didn't know how I felt about this because you know how I am about my hair, and, and my hair has to be like. I like that that's where you're concerned. Well, I was worried not about pulling blood. blood into my hair and having and then okay, messing up my to hair. To be clear, it is not real blood. <laughs> no, it's like sugar yeah, water with, with red <laughs> dye. So he had like five bottles of it, like big, oh. like, like fisting lube bottles of blood. Uh, like not blood, blood, but it was, it was, it was very sweet when it went in your mouth. It tastes like sugar. Um, Do you also have fangs and is the light in front of you a little uh, hard to look at? <laughs> I might've had some garlic in that pasta. You just ate. Um, you okay I'm there? fine. Okay. But that was really interesting. And so he put down like, it was in his apartment and he put down like this uh, plastic sheet. Um, but that stuff gets everywhere. <laughs> so we did, we did this and, and I would do a pose and then he'd rush over with the bottle and he would like squeeze this blood over me. So I'm very, I'm very interested to see how the, the pictures come out. 
and you enjoyed your like so was it kind of blood play adjacent because i know plenty of friends online that does like fun photos of that variety and they actually get restricted a lot because it's something that's a bit grotesque i think because there's so much of it you can tell it's art um that's some of the photos well they're amazing photos keep in mind and and daddy can you spell his name again m-y-r-r-k-y because he gave you one of his books yeah, and i i saw it and i was like oh i know exactly who that is and you're like tell me about it. I'm like no no i follow them already yeah gorgeous photos but absolutely, I've seen censorship problems with like the stuff you post sometimes. Well, you know, and and this was actually so. I'll, I'll tell you a story. Back in 1992, I did a, a video called USSM2 for Zeus Studios, and in that Which was porn, right? It was porn. Uh, but in that, in the photo shoot and stuff, they used red candle wax to drip mm. on you. Uh, the owner, Michael Bales, got his door busted down by a SWAT team. Uh, cause they said that they, he was producing, um, obscene imagery, uh, and he, oh, had, wow. he had to defend himself over that. And it was just red candle wax, but because it looked like blood, um, they, the police, what happened there? Uh, he got off. But it was very scary, you know, and police yeah. coming to your door over, things that you don't think the police are looking at <laughs> seriously so uh yeah so i don't know how he gets away with it but he does it it does look very artsy and i think with true blood and other vampire movies now being more prevalent i think you can tell the difference between art what, what are some other vampire movies uh oh uh what was the team jacob uh <laughs> <laughs> was that twilight zone no twilight <laughs> Twilight, Twilight, was it Twilight? Twilight, Twilight, Twilight. Uh, Twilight is the, yes. Oh, okay, Twilight. Well, speaking of busting down doors, and I forget how much I shared with this, because I was very jet-lagged after the last episode that uh, we did. I had I had very little sleep. Um, mostly because I stayed, so my travel to Berlin, while, while it was still during you being in London, was a nightmare. I, <laughs> I my first flight, which was 10 hours, zero space for my feet. You had to buy overhead on my plane and I'm, that was just to sit comfortably. i'm not even going to tell you my flight back home there was no one in the middle you seat. already did tell me thank you I'm... <laughs> it was glorious oh i'll tell you about my flight back home okay. anyway on the flight there and i had a dad and his son in the seat in front of me and the son teenaged but clearly had um a, a disability of some kind because mm -hmm. he kept like trying to hit himself in the head and bouncing up and down the entire flight oh my god i couldn't i i i felt i felt for the dad who was just trying to do his best but it was it was a flight and my neighbor next to me, I was watching Wheel of Time, kept wanting to talk to me about Wheel of Time. Oh God. And I was just like, why do people want to talk headphones to you on <laughs> So like I took a pot edible before I even got to the airport. Like I was zoning and I could not even focus because I had so much stuff happening. But it was in Frankfurt where my 14 hour layover kicked in. It was only supposed to be an hour yeah. that somebody was literally speaking of breaking down doors. Someone was trying to get into my hotel room. And you, and you, you showed me pictures of you putting like an ironing board and chairs in front of your door. My door <laughs> would not deadbolt and it, it would lock, but then it would not latch. That's terrifying. It is terrifying, especially on like no sleep. So yes, I was a little paranoid, but also like I, I've had content creator friends mm -hmm. that didn't deadbolt their doors or the deadbolt didn't work. And they woke up to like stolen camera equipment. Mm -hmm. Like people will scope that out. And I heard more than one instance of someone trying to open my door, like using the the little like yeah. sound that happens. And my door was unlatched the first time. 
I was naked in a, and I, I had taken a little like bath. I was trying to relax. Oh. Got out of the bath. I was so freaked out. Put the chair in front of the door and then took the ironing board and like fully extended it to hold the chair in front of the place in front of the door. <laughs> Way to MacGyver it. I, I was very paranoid and I had my camera equipment, my editing stuff. Like I wasn't yeah. waking up to someone having stolen my shit. Yeah. And I was dead to the world once I was kind of asleep. Yeah. I had like a two hour nap. But God, sorry, you said breaking into someone's doors and that brought a yeah. visceral reaction. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, actually, and then, but the second photographer I work with, Matt Spike, uh, amazing photographer. So I was very... Uh, also in London? Also in London. Yeah. Um, so I went to his place not knowing what to expect, right? And the second I walked through his front doors, I could smell cat. <gasps> oh, no. And then this big white fluffy pussy comes around the, well, and i'm like want me to put it oh shit and i had just traveled like 45 minutes by train to get to his place uh and i'm like oh shit are we shooting in here because i'm allergic to cats and he's is like, that not the first thing you tell people when you're gonna do stuff i usually do i that's okay. usually the first thing if i'm going to somebody's house to play or uh, they're hosting me and i'm staying with them i'm like do you have a cat i even have it in my recon profile i was like <laughs> cats are a deal breaker your writer includes like, no cats no cats is there green, such thing as a green negative M&Ms, writer? no cats like no cats <laughs> specifically so anyway i was like oh motherfucker this uh because i really want to shoot with him he's like oh no 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 we're gonna go shoot down in the parking garage i'm like less concerning but still concerning i, I was like i was like uh, okay Especially considering what kind of gear what kind i of think there's not gonna be cats down there but we're gonna be nude is this a public parking garage he's like yeah 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 but not many people go down there i'm like so he does photography of nudity stuff yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I was in a jock strap mainly. He he did shoot some of me with a cat chastity cage and one of my favorite photos. So do you know the Herb Ritz uh, photo? Bless you. Uh, uh, Fred with ta- tires. The guy with tires in his hands. Yeah, and it's called Fred with tires. That's the title of the the shot. That, that's me after traveling for thirty six hours. I'm tired. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we did a version of that with me in a pink cobra cage and holding two tires. And I tried to twist, I tried to be as sexy as that guy, but I'm not as young. Um, so that was my favorite shoot from the <laughs> picture from the shoot. At one Sorry. point, he piled, and these are just tires that were just laying around this I garage. Older people can't be sexy, don't belittle yourself. Yeah, that's fine. And so he, he piled the tires four high, and then I crawled into them, which was not cute. Uh, <laughs> oh, I would have liked to see. That video, oh my please. God. You should have seen me trying to get out. I would like. Uh, did you record any of this? I look like, like a ass? I can't record things and do a shoot well, at the same time. He should be able to pull out a he's phone. He's doing photos. I'm not going to tell him to take video. Uh, but what was the terrifying thing is I'd be naked and he'd be shooting me and we would hear a car coming. <laughs> and I'm like, so he gave me this trench coat to put on in case anyone Definitely came by. Not, yeah, so, yeah, that's not creepy. So in the tire shoot, I'm like out in this public parking garage oh, throwing on a coat anytime someone came by. But it was, we got some great shots. So I was very happy with it. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I've seen most of those. Again, I've, I kind of kept up with you vicariously. While you were gone, I did, I think I've already mentioned most of this. We went to the onsen or like this, the hot springs, me and Lux. Um, I went to a werewolf game night. I know you talked about that. No, I know. I'm just letting people know because yeah. they might they might not have known. Got some content up. It was it was very it was nice to be home for a bit before traveling mm-hmm. because it let me recenter, recoup, like get editing done. The new chastity video went up while we were traveling. But when I was traveling, Jesus Christ, it was a lot mm-hmm. and all at once. Um, 
Was there anything else that happened in London though before we eventually? Uh, I uh, I think I talked about this last week too. Was uh, I, I went to the uh, Fetish Daddy Studios, got fitted for some new harnesses and stuff, and got Aww. to meet um, Rebecca from uh, Cock Destroyers. You did. That was fun. Um, what else did I do? Um, did you did you write any of this down in a notepad? <laughs> Like I always ask. You're adorable. <laughs> uh-huh. And so that's oh God. You are sometimes incorrigible. Anyway, um, so we eventually met up in, in Berlin. So we meet in Berlin. First thing we did was that podcast last week. Yep. Oh, actually, did I tell you about the TSA rubdown? Yes, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Again, if you're a if you're a somewhat short, maybe five, ten uh, a little more heavy set ginger like cub that works in TSA in San Francisco. Call me. Yeah, um, my, my little <laughs> TSA pat down was lovely. You were very kind and you laughed at my chastity jokes. So I think so... there was chemistry. <laughs> no, honestly, my the, the worst part of my flights getting there was just the layover. Yeah, I've never had to sleep in a hotel over overnight because of a layover being so terrible. And also having to travel, I had to travel like 30 minutes away from the hotel just to, or from the airport just to get to the hotel, which is the weirdest choice mm. by by Lufthansa, which by the way, Lufthansa is a terrible airline. I it was, <laughs> they did not that. they did not email updates about my canceled flight until I was already I halfway know. in a hot tub. I know or a, a, a tub in a hot my tub. hotel. <laughs> I wish it was a hot tub. Um, but we we got there and we we filmed podcast and then immediately just got to kind of relaxing. It was such well, a we, chill we, trip. we joined our friends for lunch at April, which was lovely. Right after that podcast, yeah, we we well most of the most of the weekend we kind of got to hang out with Unworthy, uh, who who we've tagged and post talked about the podcast before. Yep. Lovely people, they and, were there and their partner, and then we went shopping, which was what were some of the places we went shopping? So I think. We first started at Boxer Bar Boxer Boxer Barcelona. <laughs> Which I think is Boxer Berlin in Berlin, right? Like they, they actually call it Boxer Berlin. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Which had this huge porcelain dog out. Which front. you immediately jumped on. It was I was told to jump on it. Uh-huh. I will say the owner of the shop, which who I've met before because they work with Mr. S. Leather right. and we've sold many of their items. He was very nice. It was nice to see him again. And yeah. he was super kind and super sweet. But he was like, oh, no, we got this just for you. Climb on it. And I was like, climb on it. What do and you mean, and I don't think it? he got it just for you. But oh, no, I'm sure he did. No, that's what he said. <laughs> and then they had a smoke machine under it. So they, I love that. Of course you and did. And he was so proud of the smoke machine, too, because he would like push it and you'd get this little. <laughs> but it literally looked like the dog was farting. It kind of did. <laughs> but it was this huge boxer and it was so cute. Um, and they made this little harness for well, it. That not was, like, little. Awesome. It's a huge ass oh, harness. It was, like, a seven foot tall yeah dog, it's huge i was looking at it the day after i was like wow that was a lot of work to make Custom that harness yeah. yeah but it was so cute um and we went shopping did you get anything like i know unworthy got a, a gas mask uh i got green socks from a boxer berlin <laughs> green wow. well nobody makes greens army green socks i feel like that's not true but also okay does mr s sell any green socks we use we've had green socks before. No. Usually neon though. No. Yes, neon. Don't False. tell me no. Yes, they sold False. neon. <laughs> Not neon. Army green. I understand what you're saying. I'm I'm yeah. agreeing, but saying that we have had green. Okay. Army and green. 
You also <laughs> bought, okay, well, the one thing that, so I, we always kind of have this unspoken rule of like buying one thing over the weekend, kind of pricey, but something that we want to get. Ooh. What did you buy? I got a mirror cap from uh, Fetish. Uh, I don't know the last name of the shop. It's fine. You can, you can tag them from later. From Fetish. But um, what makes it special? It was because it fit my head perfectly. Um, is it's really high mirror cap, but it's all latex, and it was it was like three three hundred and twenty euros, and and but oh, it was worth it. Price, but it was a really oh, you said pretty. that we had to we got one expensive item. Yeah, fetish. But fetish. they fetish. what I loved was they were all rubber all the time, like the entire shop. They had yeah. some like metal. They did uh, a lot pieces. of metal too. But even the changing room, it kind of looked like skin. Like it was just, just, and I'm not saying that's a sexy thing, but it was kind of like a, woo, this is kind of, it felt medical because it was rubber, but it was like skin shaded, it like rubber. Very Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And it was very see-through. <laughs> so I don't know what they were thinking with the changing rooms and all of the, the drapes that they had, mm -hmm. but it was such a cool look. Yeah. It felt like a horror movie almost, yeah. but in a really fun way. And all their latex was super rainbow, super colorful. Boxer's kind of known for athletic stuff. I didn't buy anything there, but they have some nice leather and some nice uh, just stretchy materials. Oh, that's a lie. I bought a little boxer shirt with like a dog and paw yeah. prints all over it. Yeah. Um, but my big purchase was from Mr. B, which... But can which we you're say, wearing right now. I, oh, our, our Patreon, oh. our Patreons can see this. Oh, this look. whole thing. Oh my goodness. It's ribbed for your <clears throat> pleasure, and it's quilt. It's a fully quilted. So let's let's get this story straight. I'm interested to see how your version of the story is versus oh, mine. Okay. First of all, I want to say these shops had lines down the street. Oh yeah, which so I had never seen before. We didn't go we into Mister B that day because the nah, line was down the street. Now. But we we went uh, like the last day because you could get into the shop finally. <laughs> so we go in. You're trying literally this vest on. Yes, and I was like, I oh, put this vest really on handsome. first. And you said I was going to buy it. And you said, oh, I don't know if I want to. It's cute. And I was like, it looks really good. But here, let me try it on. And you said, yoink. That is the yoink. <laughs> I helped it get it off. And then I put it on. I was like, oh, it's really cute. And you said, wow, it fits you really well. And I said, I agree. And I'm like thinking about it. And you told me, for the record, you told me mm. you should get it. And then you I said, said for we us. should get it for you, us. You said you should get it for us. And I didn't disagree. Okay. Can we talk about this for a second? So the, the puppy does not share clothes. I literally said, I, I said I was buying it and we could wear it. No, no. I'm talking about your history. <laughs> Would you like to unpack that now? Yeah. Because I have a history of partners who will wear my shit uh -huh. when it's not their size uh -huh. and ruin it. I know. You've told me this. <laughs> you. We're the same size. We are not. You literally just had to buy some larges at, at Gear Gear Berlin, right? Mm -hmm. Because the shirts are fitted. Because they're European sizing. I'm not coming for you, but since you've opened this can of worms, I will gladly come all over you. We are not the same size. So anyway, long story short is this is the first item of clothing he has agreed to share with me. Long story longer. Because it looks good on both of us and it's the same size. Daddy does not have object permanence and will just take Take things thinking it's his, wear it, and then ruin them. I don't ruin them. And you are not by the, the same way, size to as be me. clear. We have a lot of the same clothes, so I think it's actually mine. We have the same t-shirts. I can tell you exactly where I've purchased <laughs> and hoodies. I know because you have... and there are names in our hoodies, and you will still take them. <laughs> there are not names. Yes, there, there are. is one name. There's Amp on all your or clothes. Christopher. <laughs> there is Chris on your sweatshirt. Soon I even start this. Oh. 
oh, you want to you go here. You want to go here. Did I falter at all when you said, and I can wear it too? I mean, no, Did, that that's okay. So maybe this is the, <laughs> this is the point. Do you really want to fight about this? I'll the, fight you. I'll fight you and make sure you can't wear you're this. You're missing at the all. nuance here. I'm giving you credit. No, 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 no. no this I'm is not out as a credit good thing. You guys listening, finally, you tell me who. You are finally sharing an item of clothing with me after eight years in our relationship, and it makes me so happy. That's that's what all I'm saying. I'll remember this. This is all oh, I'm I, I will. I know I'm category like this is categorized <laughs> in my brain. Anyway, I'm just proud of you. That's all. Oh, I'm just being. Maybe proud you, of you should start with that instead so of dragging of me for about no, five I, minutes. I wasn't dragging. I was giving the people the history. Anyway, I put on the magical jacket. Share. I put on the magical jacket, and right. I'm I'm literally vest, staring vest. at the vest, and I'm like, oh, I really like it. I'm not even gonna ask how much it's because quilted leather vest. It's a very. It's it is one of those vest that like it's uh, to take it off i have to like raise it up over my head because it's so tight and then if i sat it down it would stand by itself it's that See, thick. Th welcome to my world this is every leather shirt i ever try to take and off. that's why i didn't buy a leather shirt <laughs> I, the vest is perfect but as i'm trying it on i'm like wearing it for a second and i'm like okay i'm gonna buy this in my mind i'm like i'm gonna buy this it's very cute i want to buy one thing for myself and i haven't purchased anything all weekend and then the attendant comes up like, oh, this looks very nice on you. And I said, thank you. It's really, really nice. And he's like, yeah, it's the only one we had all weekend. It just came in today. It wasn't here over the weekend. You're very lucky to have seen it. And I'm like, I, I get you know, it. I, I, it, was a, it was a pitch. I think he, it was a that pitch. was not it was a entirely pitch. true. I'm not an idiot. I worked at Mr. <laughs> S. I know how sales work. Regardless, I had already decided that I wanted it. Uh -huh. And I said, "You're that wow. I said, wow. No way. Well, you don't have to sell it to me. I literally said, you don't have to sell it to me. I'm down. I'm I, going to buy this. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. It's 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 all mine. And and um, then he was like. He walked away. Yeah. And then came back. And what did he say? He's like, I will hold this for you at the front. I'm like, really? I, no, no, no. We're fine. No, no, no. What? He said, um, well, excuse me. Um, I, 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 If you want to buy it, totally fine. I do have to ask you to take it off, though. You cannot wear it around the shop. Like, uh, I was I wearing it all of two minutes because yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to buy it, but I'm pretty sure. And and that was a point where I was like, okay, that's kind of rude. I literally said I'm going to buy it. And and he's like, are you going to buy it? And I was like, I, I, I am. I've already I said am. yes. I'm I, going to I, buy I want, this. I want it. And he's like, well, here, let me take it for you. And, and then I'll he's hold like, it up I'll front. hold it up front. He didn't trust me. <laughs> I know. I, I had was it like, on for two I minutes. totally got that vibe. I was like, does he think you're going to steal this? And I think the owner of the shop got that vibe too, because he saw you and me being like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I almost us, didn't want to buy it over that. I know. And same, but it's a really nice vest. And I want to be very clear. While that salesperson was a little tactless, the owner was like, I'm so sorry. You get a 10% off. Thank you so much for shopping here. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you, Mr. B. I love the vest. Yes. Maybe don't assume. And, and someday I'll get to wear it. I'm sure <laughs> you will. Don't you dare. <laughs> but um, let's talk about the event itself. Yeah. Because we did. It was the most social event I think I've ever been to, and I want to say it's the least sex event. I've ever been to at the same time. Well, so we are used to Folsom in San Francisco where people are literally fucking on the street. But I want to, can I read the yeah. Folsom Berlin post that, yeah. that a lot of people were kind of like, oh, really? Mm -hmm. um, at least when I said we were going. I love that the post has Terry as the image. I know. Image Our too. friend Terry is on it. Um, yeah. Fake Dan Savage, husband. <clears throat> um, but Folsom put out this last week and I read it and I was like, oh, interesting. And it's for those who have yet to see their premiere or might have forgotten, 
The street fair is taking place in a classic residential included or INCL. What is the INCL? Inclusive. Inclusive elementary school, kindergarten, preschool, families with kids, and apartment complexes where people live are yeah. on this street. So there's three simple rules. No nudism. Mm -hmm. Cover your dick slash pussy. Topless is welcome for all genders, though. No quote-unquote wild pissing. We have about 40 toilets, cabins. Please use them. And no sex. Now, coming from San Francisco, Folsom, I saw that and I was like, oh, in interesting. Mm -hmm. Kind of odd for a sex positive event, but then rereading, I was like, "Oh, if th there was literally a kindergarten a block down." No, I understand. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and and somebody actually said that he was uh, at the Folsom with me, and they're like, "Oh, this person's pu pushing a stroller down the street." Literally, and I'm like, "Well, they, they might live here." That's what I said. They probably live here, and he's like. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> like, okay, we don't own this street. <laughs> there are people who live here. Like we could, no. Um, I, I want to say that as much as I was beginning, before we even left, I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. After the event happened, I saw bondage that was not sexual. I saw people in gear. There was no fucking. But the best part was there was no fucking and there was no loud cacophonous ah happening all around you. It felt like a very chill, but still sex positive, just nice vibe. Yeah, no, so, <clears throat> yeah, it was a very community feel. Every, the one thing I really do like about Folsom Berlin is everyone gears up. It's not people walking around in their khaki shorts and t-shirts um, looking at everybody. Everyone is in a leather or fetish gear. And yes, you can have be in jock straps, and yes, you can have your ass hanging out. But what I noticed was the noise level of the crowd wasn't as high. And um, and I think that's mainly because they didn't have dance stages with boom, 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 yeah. boom music everywhere. There was one stage. Um, there was one, one stage. It was near Their some music of the was not that loud. You could not hear it from a block away. Yeah. And it, it, you, you could hear yourself so think and talk. Everyone wasn't shouting over yeah. each other. And that is the vibe I get at Dorian Folsom in San Francisco. Everyone has to raise their voices in order to be... Uh, you're constantly yelling, right? I wasn't yelling at Folsom Berlin. And yeah. was, that was really pleasant. Well, and SF, <laughs> not, to, not to, to detract from SF, which is very sex positive, lots of sex happening. It didn't although, feel... although San Francisco says don't do sex... I'm not against, again, I'm not against it sex. It's just everyone does it yeah. and they can't police it. And I'm not against no sex. I'm I, I'm all for the inclusive sex positive events, but you did not smell constant like gas and smoke and generators going off like you do at Folsom in SF. Oh, yeah. Didn't, they didn't have the meat air with you didn't the, have the, the meat people trucks. grilling you didn't 200 have chickens. Every booth blasting their own music. You right. Didn't have, it was it was peaceful. It felt like. This lovely little street fair where everyone just happened to be fully dressed and the weather was not it. great for it, though. Oh, it so hot. Can we talk about the heat? So hot. So Berlin had a heat wave while we were there. So th I felt I really so bad. bad for the <laughs> bluff crowd who had, like, packed their langlets and their full... Leather uniforms and layers. Although, and also, I didn't, I didn't tell you. So, I, I, uh, I flew back with a couple puppies from Berlin, and they told me. You remember how we almost went to that Irish social after the leather social at? Uh, there were a lot of socials. Yeah. So apparently, someone uh, uh, fell 
over from heat exhaustion <gasps> because they were in full leather and they oh. had walked a few blocks to get there, oh. hadn't had enough drinks, and the ambulance had to be called because of heat exhaustion. So, oh my God. yeah, it was hot. <laughs> so, what would you say was uh, uh, the biggest difference of Folsom's? Because that's been the one question I get from most people between sure. SF and Berlin. What was the biggest difference for you? For me, it was the socialness, it was mm -hmm. the quiet mm -hmm. kind of vibe. I think it was uh, the other thing I the one uh, thing that I, you, you notice immediately, it is probably 95 percent men um, oh. there. There were all people women, welcome, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's a very male focused event. OK, interesting. Um, I would say a lot more respectful as well. People in, in Germany are just very respectful and like. Whether it's photos or just be, being in someone's way, like the crowd was, it was packed. It was packed, but I never felt like people were pushing you around. I, I never felt squished. Yeah, you know, you know squished. how sometimes you can get to an intersection at the Folsom San Francisco and you can't move in any direction because people are coming at you for angles and everyone's pushing in. Mm. I never got that vibe. Favorite part. Favorite part for me the socialness every every bar we went to had outside standing room You could literally drink your beer or whatever My favorite part was the Jack and Cokes in a can that you could get at a corner <laughs> store Because I would grab one of those we would just stand outside the bar and as soon as I wanted another one I would just go grab another one at the corner store 500 yeah. feet from us. Yeah, it was so convenient And my favorite part was just running into so many different people um, So the social aspect of it was really nice and we got to hang out at uh, the fetish daddy booth Which was right across the street from the Prince Connect, so it was like a very central location. Mm. Um, so I liked having that, and I love the fetish daddy crowd that we were hanging with. Um, <clears throat> what else did I enjoy? My favorite were the looks. Very high protocol in Germany, like in Europe, and in, in general, like people dress up. Yeah, the the fashion photo review of it all, like boots. So, trend alerts, boots everywhere. Everyone's boots. wearing boots. And I would big, say tall boots, full full leathers, full formal leathers was a, a trend alert. Mm -hmm. um, padded or quilted leathers mm -hmm. are very big. Uh, colorful leather. Ooh, a yes, lot of color. Um, oh, In thick chains. Including brown shirts. Thick chains. Okay. <laughs> Blue and brown. Can we be, can we be, okay. Every time there was a brown shirt, yeah. the people, or one or two people we were with were always like, uh-oh, there's a brown shirt. And I was like, no, like, no. That's not problematic it's not necessarily. Problematic. <laughs> it's just a formal shirt. It's, it's a fashion choice. It doesn't have the choice. cut of a certain type of <laughs> regime. Like, um, but also thick chains. Oh, yeah, so I noticed that, too. Chains. People, I mean, people are really, <laughs> and they're heavy, too, because, like, a, a couple of the kids that were wearing them, I'm like, how's your back? And they're like, oh, actually, it hurts. Because <laughs> like, they're wearing a 40-pound chain around their neck. It's 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 very thick. Yeah. All the shops had thick chains in some way. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, just chains, like a, cha like a link of chain. I'm talking, and there were lots of that um, that were oversized. But, I mean, like, the woven kind of flat chain. Yeah. And like an inch to an inch and a half wide, and it's just laying flat on it. Kind of, you know how uh, I'm trying to think of a kind of like Wakanda, like the the Black Panther has like his chains that kind of lay flat, almost yeah. like cascaded out on his yeah, chest. Yeah, that seems to be a new kind trend. That, a lot of people, are but it wearing. wasn't like Black Panther specific. You know, I'm just trying to like paint a picture. Yeah, but it was really interesting. It, it I'm not one for I'm not one for thick collars, but. <laughs> No, it was it a was a color. very interesting fashion choice that I definitely noticed because you don't see those mm. in America that often. 
I'm trying to think of any I, other. I bet you will now. Well, that's just because there were a lot of Americans yeah. there. Oh, yeah. so that's the other thing I noticed: where a lot of Americans flew over there for this event. How about let's get controversial? How about your least favorite part, or something you wish would have been different? Oof. Oh, I have one. Um, so I'll tell a story. Okay. The first day we get there, we just we literally had just finished our podcast from last week. Um. Like we are, it's maybe in the something at sometime in the afternoon. I'm a little jet lagged, but we're like, we're hungry. Let's go get some food. Let's uh, we met up with unworthy. As we're walking, and everything was walkable, which was nice. We run into someone who's like, can we have a selfie? Absolutely, totally happy to give it. And as we're we're having a small conversation with these these people, um, it was a group of like three or four. We are told, oh, and we didn't even have to use that group chat that exists. Oh, and I had been told about this the night before. So there was an, apparently an Israeli uh, telegram group that was um, monitoring where we were or doing. And I don't, I mean, it wasn't. It I don't wasn't, think it was malicious. It wasn't malicious. It was just like, oh, spotted Christopher Weston at Romeo and Romeo or spotted. And, and there were little like pictures of us that uh, were not consensual. That no. were very candid. That were very much like it felt like a spy movie. I think this bothers you more than it bothers it me. Well, so let me just say though, first and foremost, is please don't do that. <laughs> like that put a that to the to start my weekend that way. It was really weird, and I was sure. like, "You're joking, right?" And they're like, "No, no, no, we saw it." And I was like, "Are you in this?" Like, no, we had a friend that was though, and we sorry, we're not tracking you now. And I'm like, "Well, don't say that." Because yeah. then I was like, the first night I was there, an Israeli guy showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's a little odd." <laughs> it's, it's, it's. I'm not unaware that we have that we have a, a following and, and fans, and I'm very thankful. Like that was my favorite part was getting mm-hmm. to stop to talk to people to hear their stories. Um, but for the weekend to start out with that put me in a really weird headspace. Anytime someone came up and said hello or asked for a photo, I didn't assume anyone was was doing anything malicious. But that's weird. And yeah, if it, we're if we're if we're posing yeah. for a photo, that's that's one thing. But it was it was a little stalkerish. It was like it was like behind walking down the street, and they'd see us, and, and they would take a picture. And, oh, and, and I saw post. people. I saw one or two people out of context from this specific instance that were like standing, you know. 15, 20 feet away. I don't know if they're taking a photo of something behind me or around well, me. Well, it's hard to tell, too, because know, people could just be on their phone. I was, you don't I was on my guard, pun intended, because these, these we were I, told about it more than once. I and know. that's weird. I live my life as such an open book. It doesn't it doesn't, doesn't bother me as much as you do. But it just, I it understand why. Out. It I creeped me out, and I didn't appreciate it. If you were a part of it, please stop. If, if you started it, please just delete it. It makes me feel gross. Because I'm I'm there and I'm a human I'm a person but even when I kind of expressed that there were even people in the comments of that post being like hey please don't do this that said well you're a, you have a following you're you a public figure this. so you should and I'm yeah. like don't treat any public figure like an object that's just there for a selfie which I don't feel our audience is but like when you say <laughs> stuff like that it but, feels weird so what's the difference of that then and a and I'm not saying we're celebrities but I'm saying if <laughs> <laughs> of like like paparazzi yeah paparazzi photos grabbing pictures of gwyneth shopping at a i don't i don't like that either no i know but it sells tabloids so are we making money on those tabloids because i don't see (laughs) (laughs) so i i mean i think that you take the good with the bad i don't know sure i'm simply saying like please don't do that um 
we're happy to take photos. We love meeting y'all. We, we love saying, but don't be be upfront. Just be like, hey, can I have a photo? Don't be like secretly taking photos and putting them in a secret group chat that I feel really weird about. That makes me feel unsafe. I get it. Yeah. I that was my least favorite part. Though. Okay. Uh, my least favorite part actually was the first night when I was at Prince Connect. And um, uh, we were standing outside. I was with a Sir Bound Rope. Um, and uh, a woman tried to enter the bar. And uh, one of the people who worked there came out and said, no, 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 no. This space is only for cis men. <gasps> and I was like, whoa. Sir, are you a bar that is public? Then no, you're not. <laughs> and it, I don't know if you noticed, but Prince Connect had uh, signs everywhere that said men's only space. Mm. There's a difference between a men's only space and a public bar. And and specifying cis men is, I, I, that's, that's the part that really got me. I understand having a men's only space, but I don't understand saying making it so specific as to say cis men. And to say men's only spaces, yeah, there's a lot of sex parties and sex parts to, to, to bars. I get a men's only space, but to say, yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, and ew. even Bound Rope was like, oh, that's going to be a problem. Maybe um, don't do that. Yeah. Germany. So that was that was my least favorite. Oh, part. I didn't see that at all. I know, I didn't even tell you, because you weren't there when that happened. Oh. It was the night before you got there. No. Well, what about the parties, though? So we went to, what, one specific party party? We went testosterone. Testosterone. Actually, I really like that party. Um, so I was expecting testosterone to be like a circuit event, right? With the boom, 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 boom. Uh, and running around in the jock shop and stuff. It was, we walked in and it was like, it was energetic dungeon music. It was, but it also had like it. some some disco-y pop here or there. Mixed yeah, in. but like, it, there were lyrics. it wasn't like this overly. Uh, I don't know how to describe circuit party. Circuit. It party. wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't druggy at all, which I really appreciated. And then there's a huge outdoor space for cigar smoking. I was in heaven, and mm -hmm. everyone was smoking cigars, and everyone's in full leather. Um, it was a really cool event. And then it had a really good playroom too. Yeah, it had a nice. playroom in back. Which yeah. my favorite from that party were the gays in the the playroom doing the sex. Get, go off. I enjoyed watching. I did not participate personally. I participated. I came. Good for you. But my favorite was watching the gays trying to fuck and suck. And they're, they're, they have one hand like on the person they're fucking. And the other hand is holding their like vodka tonic. And they're like sipping the vodka <laughs> they don't tonic hold the while drink. they They don't fuck. want to put the drink down. Yeah, it's just, it, it was my favorite. And it was, it kept so many guys in the back. No shade. Y'all were having fun. But I was just, I couldn't help but giggle a little bit every time I saw someone going, they were getting it, but they were also like not spilling their drink. It was the funniest fucking thing. I, I oh. um, but that party, they had demos on the stage. Uh -huh. They had a photo booth. They had demos outside in the smoking. Uh -huh. There was one guy that was really getting it. There's like, a major whipping heck? event. And I got, and, and so I got, uh, whipped by that guy as well, Joel. Yeah. Um, but his his sub could take a lot, and it was a a kind of brutal, bloody, single tail whipping. And so the next night after that, um, so I had this amazing whipping experience with uh, a guy named AJ Berlin, uh, which I talked about on the podcast last week, where it was very erotic. Well, his friend Joel, uh, Master Joel, uh. 
wanted to also do that, but he, and so we made several attempts at doing it in an outdoor space publicly, but each time we did, we got shut down. Yeah, because there were no sexy. Next, so no sexy we were outside things. of new action, and he started with flogging. And see, this is what I I think, and and I'll tell him to his face. I think he got greedy, and he should have just stuck with the flogging because he was wailing on me, and that doesn't make a lot of sound. But at two a.m., when you start cracking a bullwhip, it sounds like a gunshot. And so he started doing a single tail on my back with a crowd watching, and he's cracking it. Um, and the bar came out and said, "Oh no, you can't do that." So, but I think we could have had a really good. He could have continued on with the scene had he just stuck to floggers. But well, I truly enjoyed that. It I was think amazing. the better conversation you should have had with those bouncers was, well, what is inherently sexual? What is sex? You know, to, <laughs> well, really break the, it down. so they were also shut down. AJ was shut down at f the Folsom event as well. And Folsom told them that was too sexual to do um, and got mm -hmm. mad at the S&M organization that was kind of like. I guess sponsoring it. Um, so he he started to do a single tail, and we do that at Folsom San Francisco all the time. I'm not. Sh I I think that Folsom Berlin may be a little too oversensitive in that area. I think they should have let it continue um, because it's not a sexual act. Well, to me, like they were doing full on full shibari bondage, suspension mm -hmm. bondage, like people in underwear being tied up, but like. Far more sexual to me mm -hmm. than a flogging scene where you're where you are clothed, but you're just getting a flog on your back. I, I feel that you're, you're shirtless and getting flogged yeah. and, and, and whipped. But I saw bondage stuff on their their demo stages at Folsom Berlin that had people in a jockstrap or underwear like sure. asses were out all the all over the place. Yeah. And they didn't mind that. No. And this person was getting, you know, full on bondage suspension from their machinery yeah. there. I, I feel like that's more sexual than flogging. I'm right. not trying to police anything, but it's an interesting dichotomy in, in conversation of like, well, what's sexual, what's inherently sexual, and is this maybe the person that's trying to enforce it finds this more sexual than that act? And I think even in SF, like at Dory, we had a friend that was doing a bondage demo that got shut down because they were having, quote unquote, sex that, that is not allowed, that's what the enforcer said, but they weren't having sex. They were both in chastity and it was just a bondage demo. Yeah, we're it's it's interesting, not mad, not upset, but like it's this interesting gray area. Yeah, some might say Fifty Shades of Gray. No, nobody would say that. No, no, no. Well, but as we come to the the cat of nine tail end, oh, Jesus, really? <laughs> it was it was such a social event. We got all of our times minus one or two, maybe bar like hops was outside in the air socializing people under like fairy lights with cigars and i love the warm weather i know a lot of people complained about it but i thought it was great i brought my california leathers with me so i didn't have to i, I didn't have to lug a langlet's jacket there which is 50 pounds yeah, you didn't have to lug I, half of a bag of someone else's stuff so either, my puppy was you? so kind to bring mm -hmm. half a suitcase so i could take all my leather home with him your your puppy that that is very giving and i love i love things. i love everyone heard and me say it. yeah uh, amazing amazing <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, the trip home was easy enough for you. My favorite part on the trip home was 
Wait, oh no. I, I'll, I'll oh talk my about my trip home in the aftercare. How's okay. That? So I'll, I'll share. Stay, you Patreon stay, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about my last 24 hours. Oh, okay. I'll save that, too. All I want to say is a uh, family of four trying to sit in three seats, sitting in my seat, telling me I need to sit on the other side, even though I actually paid for overhead seating on the way back, which was on the other side of the aisle. So I had to make this family of four move, and they were not having it. And... The guy that I was sitting next to, the dad, was full on watching One Piece, that one pirate anime that I'm into. Uh-huh. He was watching the the very first couple episodes, and I'm over here on like episode 500 when people are literally like dying in the show, and I'm like, oh god, well I'm spoiling this for them, but I guess that's oh, not that's a big not deal. your fault. <laughs> um, but we did make it back safely. We did. So which is good. I want to say thank you to Berlin. I want to say thank you to all of the lovely mutuals and peeps that we saw. Y'all made the event so fucking lovely and mm-hmm. so social. Daddy? I concur. Oh, my God. <laughs> Daddy, if people would like to concur all if over If you, you want to concur all over where me, can they find you? you can find me on Twitter at Christopher Weston, or you can find the naughty stuff on my fan sites at MrChristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K. And if you'd like to find me, I am PupAmp everywhere or PupAmp.com. You honestly, I didn't have any sex. Well, I had, it was such a fulsome, like a, such a social fulsome no sex no it was sex so interesting well, i mean like i some making out some touching some that's what i thought yeah okay. but but no like penetrate like i didn't i didn't film anything like daddy did well uh, yeah I, I had sex at testosterone i didn't but i was in the sex room. i was enjoying the vibes i know that's why i thought you did okay i did not and this has been a what's your safe pod production a what's the safe word podcast and we will talk to you guys all next time Bye-bye. bye bye Thank you all so much for listening. You guys have been lovely. I, if, if you're coming to Folsom uh, SF, make sure you let us know. Come on out. Take a photo. And stick around. Become a Patreon and oh. you can hear our aftercare. Yeah.